You're listening to Career Talk on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. And welcome back to the second half of Career Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. And if you've not yet followed me on Twitter, it's easy, at Dr. Don Graham. Or if you'd like weekly advice delivered right to your inbox, you can sign up for my blog at Doc, oh, excuse me, Don on Careers. I should know this by now, right? Hey, in the first part of the show, we talked all about 2017 workplace trends. In the second half, we're going to shift into, okay, now how do you get there in your career? To help us do that, we welcome Carrie Spaulding to the show. Do you have 30-something panic? Then you want to call Carrie, the 30-something coach. An expert coach and facilitator, Carrie helps people create the relationships, careers, and lives they want. Carrie is accredited by the International Coach Federation, and we're excited to have her in studio today. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you on Career Talk. So, I mean, I have to ask you, since it's the second week of January, New Year's resolutions... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of constantly resolving. Uh, I like to kind of do quarterly. <laughs> constantly an improvement. My, my favorite time to resolve is really in the summer when I can be out in nature. That's where I kind of get my divine downloads intuitively. But this year, I'm really wanting to up my collaboration. So as a as a businesswoman of one, I find that I'm really wanting to rebalance and work with more of my great colleagues and connect and see what we can create that's better together. Well, then we're excited to have you in studio. So I have to ask you, this 30-something, because um, I'd like to think I'm, I'm, I'm in the 30-something, I'm not 30-something, but what, what, what is this defined as? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's interesting. I think that when, when I use the phrase 30-something panic, like if you've got it, you know it. And so... Um, what... I think I'm constantly panicked, though, about <laughs> like, my career. That was right, like... and we, it comes in waves, right? It's like, it's, it's, we think that we're going to get to that point in life where we figured it all out, and that's totally a myth. But really, the idea of 30-something panic is this feeling of, oh my gosh, I want to figure it out and I want to be really intentional about the choices that I'm making now. I'm feeling like it's time to get get clear and get really intentional about what I want to create for myself. And of course, that can happen at any age and it Thank the goodness. issues, right? Career, relationship, <laughs> home, where I am. These are the same issues that are with us, whether we're 30-something or 60-something, but they can take on kind of a different flavor when you're emerging from your 20s, when you've sort of had a lot of sense of, okay, I can experiment and I can kind of just see what's, see what's out there and, and see where I go. A lot of people, when they are approaching 30 or, or exiting 30, right, it can hit us all at different times, have that sense of, whoa, it suddenly feels like I want to make some conscious choices so that I'm not just doing what I'm doing now in 10 years, not because I decided to, but because I just kept on doing it. Yeah, I feel like that happens like every seven years for me, like, you know, 21, 28, like, you know, so um, actually, I just went through one. So I'm, I think I'm good for a few years. But <laughs> yeah, that's the sweet thing is once you walk through one of those waves, it's ah, yeah. <laughs> now I get to and, and the, the amazing things always come after that crisis point where you finally say, OK, we have to roll up our sleeves and figure some stuff out. Exactly. And then you get to enjoy the benefits of that for a while. So, hey, if you're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and we are here with Carrie Spalding, the 30 something coach. And if you're trying to figure out what you are going to do in 2017 to make your career awesome, we want to hear from you. We're taking your calls all hour at 844-WHARTON. That's 844-942-7866. And 
what we're going to do right now, Carrie, is answer the pre-break quiz. So <laughs> let me just remind you about what that was. And just for those of you who heard the first part of the show, this is actually right from Dan Schauble's 2017 predictions. Um, Okay, we all know that fair pay is the most important type of compensation to just about everybody based on lots and lots of studies. But once you get past pay, the two most important employee benefits are one, health care coverage, and this. And, and the answer is something that wasn't mainstream a decade ago. So I'm looking at Dion and Michelle, and they're both smiling, and I'm not sure why. Dion, if you take my answer, I'm going to kill you. I'm right. pretty sure I don't have your answer. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't. Okay. I'm going to say paid time off. PTO. The X. Get the X. Yeah, it's an X, but yes. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's close. All right. See, I, I, was in that, I was in that area. I had to pick one, so I picked that one. Yeah, you're, you're in the ballpark, Dion, and that's closer don't than you usually are. Don't no. try to take up two <laughs> answers, Dion. I hear what you're doing. All right, Michelle. All right. Um, I really feel like I'm going to bring it home. All right. And I drew this conclusion based on personal experience. All right, get the ding ready, Dion. Get it ready. Mm. Warm it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'm just guessing. All right. Um, I'm going to say work flex, so flexible work hours. She got it. Boom. Boom. Thank you very much. Boom. Oh, wow. Good j- Did you look that up? No. <laughs> you asked Dan over the break. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> I'm learning on Career Talk. <laughs> it, is, it is so true. Workplace flexibility, a benefit that wasn't mainstream a decade ago. But today, due to the sheer demands of the always-on society and, and cell phones and pagers and iPads and everything, um, the interesting thing is only one-third of companies offer it. So, hey, if you are a business owner, you're looking to increase your engagement in 2017, this may be the way to do it. And it's funny that even companies who do have it don't often promote it either to their employees or in the hiring process. So, so people don't even know about it. But interestingly, this little fact it made me look up some of the more interesting perks that are coming in 2017 and the ones that are already out there. So one of the ones that is coming that I think is going to be great for everyone is uh, tuition um, payback and paying off loans and things like that. I mean, we know we have tons and tons of student debt out there. So I think that would be a really attractive thing if you're hiring somebody and you say, hey, we're going to help you pay back your loans. But then there's some odd ones. So, Facebook offers $4,000 in baby cash, which maybe doesn't sound so odd, but what if you're not having a baby? My question is, and anybody who works at Facebook can tell me, can you get this for your pet? <laughs> because I think that's only fair, right, Carrie? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I've got two feline boys at home, and I could say, use it. <laughs> say, and they're expensive. I mean, geez, when you take them to the vet, man... You know, you don't get their prescription meds, like, it, it covered. Like, so, all right, Facebook, Andy up. A um, couple companies do this, ship your breast milk for free when traveling. So Zillow, I think J&J does that. Um, again, uh, if it's not something that you need, why not, like, ship, like, your Amazon packages for free? <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I feel like these are not necessarily applicable to everybody. Everything's negotiable. I guess. Um, and boxed actually will pay for your wedding which again 
not everybody will use, except I know somebody who might use that. Dion has gotten engaged. I might be looking into Box. I know. Dion will be leaving us and applying to Box for a year, and he'll be back once he's married. Amazing. (laughs) I have to take a leave of absence. (laughs) That's actually a really cool benefit. I mean, you know, think about it. So all of our congratulations to you, Dion. So excited. (laughs) So excited. Yay, Dion. So anyway, here are some of the things that are being offered as perks. Take them, leave them. But uh, (laughs) workplace flexibility is the thing to look for in 2017. Okay. So, hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Career Talk, and we are taking your calls all hour if it's Thursday, as usual, at 844 Wharton. That's 844 Nine four two seven eight six six. We are here with Carrie Spalding, the thirty-something coach. Okay, so Carrie, it's the new year. You wake up, you go back to work after a nice holiday vacation, and you're like, "Oh, geez, I'm unhappy. What do I do? I don't know what I want to do. Where do I start?" Yeah, well, I think the first thing is to just give yourself a little credit for having the courage to acknowledge that fact that you're unhappy because we humans will do almost anything to avoid the pain of uncertainty and the sort of threat of change and so the the next thing you want to do is to really make a decision to declare game on this is going to change and to really make that commitment to yourself and i'm talking about not like i hope or it would be nice or i wish but this year i'm going to create a change that's going to make me more satisfied And there's something about that decision-level energy that can totally transform the level of success that you have. And once you've made that commitment, do a brain download. Just get it out of your head because we carry around all of these things, these ideas, maybe I could this, fears, um, thoughts. Get it all out of your head. Get it onto paper. Get it onto your computer screen. And once you've got all that out, get into action on one thing because – Change happens with action. And so many people get stuck thinking, I have to figure out what this entire transition is going to look like, and then I can implement it. But what we know is that that's really not how people make changes successfully. The way that we make changes is by testing ideas and learning from those experiments and then continuing to build on the data that we get. I totally agree with you on that. And I'm going to challenge you because I know what happens. Like, let's just take it to the gym. Okay, I'm going to get fit this year. I am going to, you know, write down my goals, whatever, lose 10 pounds, drink more water, go to the gym four times a week. Um, I sign up for the expensive gym membership. I go out and buy some some nice Lululemon gear and some new, new sneakers and and then I go to the gym for two weeks and bleh. Yeah. So how do you get past that? Like, okay, I'm, I'm revved, I'm motivated, I'm, I'm ready to make a change, but then I get stalled. All right. So in that context, you're thinking, you're often thinking about change as the entire whole thing, right? Like, and, and really choosing one concrete, manageable, actionable step. And focusing on that, changing the question to, what is the next littlest step I could take today? Shop at Lululemon. (laughs) (laughs) And we love that, right? Like the outer trappings of a change are always the most, because it's it's exciting that it's tangible, right? I'm going to have this outfit, so I'm going to work out. But really, uh, bringing yourself down to the, what can I do today? 
And when the big picture becomes overwhelming and shuts you down, that's when to let the big picture go out the window and really just look at what's right here right now that I can do. And then try to act on that within, I've heard some people say, within five seconds. Don't give yourself a chance to rationalize your way out of it. Um, But what if you don't even know what you want to do? Like, let's just say I know I'm unhappy. I'm at work. Like, the the drudgery of it. I know I can't stand it. But I, I don't. You know, maybe I'm thinking, I don't know where my skills would translate. I don't know what else I'm interested in. I've been doing this job for years. I mean, so I feel really stuck. Like, I don't even know what that first action is. Right. It's like, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not this kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. And we get right. that a lot. We get that a lot as, as career coaches is, I know I don't want to do this. I want to get away from this, but I don't know where I want to go to. But we know that people are much more successful when they're going to rather running from. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the things that keeps people from making any kind of change at all. Right. I, I would I have all this energy, but I just don't know where to channel it. So one great question that you can reflect on for yourself is what part of my job now do I wish that I could do all the time? Ooh, and don't question. be afraid to think about something that maybe you only do it five percent of your time. Maybe it's not even it's a little piece of your job. But when you have that, when when 1130 on Thursday hits and you get to do this piece, you light up and it feels like you're in that flow place and time just passes by. Because I know, you know, I have clients and and I myself, actually, one of my biggest career transformations was when I took some time to reflect on what small percentage of this day is the part that lights me up. How do I do more of that? So that's one one great question you can ask yourself. Another great question is, who am I jealous of? Because Ooh, I like we, that we one love too. to get like kind of whiny and so and so has this amazing life. I remember um, many many years ago uh, listening to the radio and having this actual thought: like those people are so lucky, those people getting interviewed because they get to spend all their time talking about the thing that they geek out about, that they're passionate about. And then I thought, wait a minute, they're doing it because they did it. Because they decided that that's what they're going to be doing. And that was a total transformation in my brain. So I started thinking about who am I jealous of and just, you know, who do I admire? Who do I think lucky? And then what you get to do is think about what are the qualities of of that person's gig or life that are so attractive to me. I love that question. And I'm just going to hey throw it out to you. Hey, who are you guys jealous of out there? I want to I want to hear 844 Wharton. That's 844-942-7866. Or if you have a question for me or Carrie, we'd love to take that as well. But I'm going to think about that question. I got to throw it to Michelle and Dion because I, I think that's a great question. Do you who are you guys jealous of? There's this girl named Dr. Dawn Grant. Oh, come on. She stole my answer. Dion <laughs> <laughs> would have got it right for once. Exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking like Michelle Obama, like, you know, like. Yeah, man, you're thinking big. I was thinking I was, like, big. here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get off campus yet. <laughs> no, it's a great question, though. I totally connected with that when she said it. Yeah, I so, like it. So, Carrie, is, is there someone you have? Well, at the time that I was sort of thinking back to, and it actually is what led me to coaching, and it was one little piece, I remember, as I said, listening to the radio, and I was thinking, wouldn't it be amazing to get to just talk to people all the time about their lives, to ask them questions, to, you know, get to interact with all of these people, and 
In fact, it was funny. I even did an informational interview as I was on my own career search, and I was talking to somebody in marketing. And after the informational interview, I walked away thinking, huh, I know that I don't want to do marketing as a career, but I wish that I could do what I just did all the time, which is sit here and ask this woman questions. Um, and and that that was what really kind of compelled me to say, wait a minute, maybe I can. Mm-hmm. And it, what I like about this is that it, you talked about this earlier about it. it's taking action. Um, there is a I've read a story online. I read a lot online. It, you know, it was about this woman who moved to New York to to go into acting. I think it was on the Muse, which is one of my favorite websites. Muse, M U S E. Do you do you read that one? It's a it's a great website. But um, so. She went to New York to be an actress and wound up getting a job behind the scenes. And she loved that. And that became her career and stuff like that. But I mean, the point of the article was that you have to try things on. You can imagine what somebody's life is like or you can imagine what a career is like or you can read about it online or read about other people's experiences. But until you start taking steps to really do something, whether it's volunteer or um, creating your own self-internship or anything, you don't really know. Sometimes, like you said, you think about what's that 5% of my job or, or maybe it's more that I love to do that I feel that professional energy about um, that. Follow that. I love that advice. So let's just say, and in your case, you you discovered that it was coaching, but let's just say you discover something about your job or you're the person you're jealous of um, and you've defined that, but you think, I have no skills. So how do I even like, like, I couldn't possibly do that. I mean, that's what, that's what I think shut, shuts people down a lot is, uh, that's great. I discovered it, but it's like, you know, never going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I think that what you've just hit on is like the absolute uh, game changing thing that I see in, in pe- what makes people successful. It's really all about your mindset. It's really all about the way that you are thinking about your situation because we all have this nasty little inner voice in our heads, right? Like this, like you can think of it like a little gremlin that lives in your head that likes to tell you that, you know, you're not good enough. You're never going to do it. You don't have the skills. You're too old. You're too young. You're too this. You're too that. You're not this enough. And you really need to make friends with that voice in your head and and get so uh, familiar with your own psychological patterns that they no longer phase you. Mm -hmm. So when you have um, what you were just saying is like, I don't have the skills, turning that into I'm a great, I'm a great learner, you know, where could I where could I find out? Right? This world is we are just rich in information. Everything is Googleable. Everything. Um, And, you know, who could I talk to? We know that relationships and networking are so, so, so important. So think about, okay, I don't know how to do this. Who do I know who knows how to do this? Or can I type into Google, how do I do this? (laughs) Right? Or, or, um, you know, sometimes those skills that you that you think are so important and that you don't have, you might find that you actually do have pieces of them. You just mm-hmm. haven't been able to translate them into uh, what your own experience is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another thing that informational interviews can be really helpful for because if you can talk to somebody, a real human who does this thing and say, okay, this is my experience. I'm really curious. Where do you see the translation? They might have a perspective that's completely different. For you, yeah, I love um, uh, Hermione Ibert's like idea about like 
like I think she called it shifting connections or something and it's all about talking to people who don't really know you well because people who know you well see you in a certain way and have certain assumptions but talking to people and just asking them these questions who have they have no context like you know what you're really good at or you know what I noticed about you um, and that can give you such great ideas I think sometimes when you get feedback from others you're really surprised you're like really like I, <laughs> I don't see myself that way so I love that hey if you're not sure what you want to do in 2017 but you know no, it's not what you're doing right now. Give us a call, 844-WHARTON. That's 844-942-7866. We are here with Carrie Spalding talking about how you can make your 2017 career the best. So, okay. So I like this idea of taking action. Now, let's just say, let's, let's just say it is like big. Like, I want to be a major league ball player. Now, clearly, that's not something that that everybody is going to be able to do. What do you do in that case? Yeah, I think that, and that actually shuts a lot of people down because we think, okay, what? who am I jealous of? Well, maybe the people you're jealous of are major league ball players. Um, and we tend to get really stuck and shut ourselves down into this very literal place, okay? And we say, okay, well, that's not an option for me. Next. And I really encourage people to keep that mental trapdoor open. And when you when you think about, okay, these are these sort of impossible... I think Herminia Ibarra actually talks about this, this uh, fantasy selves or, fan, you know, this idea of of ideas that seem ridiculous, then we can pull out, well, what are the qualities of that? What are the attributes of that that are so appealing to you? And for a professional you know, sports player, that could be a million different things. It could be, oh my goodness, I sit in a cubicle and I'm so tired of being in front of a computer all day. I want to be active. I want to be moving. I want to be doing things kinesthetically. For somebody else, it could be, I love to be on a team and I want to be, you know, other people, it could be, I have a competitive spirit and my current position doesn't allow me to compete. I mean, there's so many, there's really endless things that that could point to. And then you can take those qualities and attributes and you have a whole new set of uh, data to look at what might I want to do that also has these attributes. So it's like breaking it down because, I mean, yeah, when you look at a big, big picture, it's like, what are those qualities? Maybe you like to travel. Maybe you like to work with a great team of people. Or maybe you're an expert accountant and you can get a job working for a baseball team. So so looking at the peripheral is say like you know maybe I can get closer to that world without actually being yeah if it's the content <laughs> if it's the environment that's appealing to you there's so many different ways that you could tap into that environment if you're a filmmaker right if you're I mean there's there's a million different ways to get at those things that you're most interested in and what you're most drawn to and if there's anything that comes back and back and back into your head every day or every week Listen to that thing. Listen to that voice because it's not going to go away. I was just going <laughs> to say that. It's a nag. It's never going to go away. What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, okay. So we are going to wrap up. I know the time goes really quickly, but like in, in 30 seconds, like what is the biggest like game changer or differentiator of those people who find success, Carrie? Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, it's really your mindset. And I think that one thing you that I love to encourage people to have is have a laboratory mindset. Have the idea that each little step you take is an experiment and you win no matter what. That multi-win mindset, right? I'm going to try something out. I'm going to have this conversation. No matter what, I'm learning something. I'm planting seeds and I'm trusting that some of them are going to sprout and some of them are going to sprout in ways that I couldn't even have imagined. And another thing I like to say for mindset is like use the movie method. You're in the middle of the movie. We delude ourselves into thinking that we know how it's going to end or we know what our path was, but really you don't know what's in the next scene. So trust that right where you are, 
you're you're getting information and there's a million different wins that could come out of any different experiment you make. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's been great having you here in the studio today. How can people learn more about you? Sure. So you can visit my website at carriespalding.com. That's C-A-R-R-I-E. S-P-A-U-L-D-I-N-G dot com. Or you can also send me an email at Carrie at CarrieSpalding dot com. Or, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at, you guessed it, at Carrie Spalding. At <laughs> Carrie or, or LinkedIn. And you're everywhere. Um, I'm all over the place. <laughs> and usually with my name, Carrie Spalding. <laughs> Great way to brand. So thank you so much, Carrie. Great advice. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners today. Career Talk is such a fun hour of my week. And um, Michelle and Dion, you guys rock. You make it all the more fun. Dion, congratulations on your engagement. Woohoo! Don't go to box, though, please. Um, <laughs> you've been listening to Career Talk on SiriusXM Channel 111. Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Don Graham or get my weekly blogs from dawnoncareers.com. We will see you next time.